3: Have personal responsibility,
4: political accountability, and corporate culpability. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get
1: up, get up. up. up, up. We must eliminate poverty. I don't care what color
3: the
4: person a child. Get up, get up.
5: pessimists see a glass half empty, but are optimist see a glass half full? Are we lost into regressive mentality by change unseen? If you try to fail and then succeed, which have you done? Do you ask enough questions or do you settle for what you know? The only questions that really matter are the ones you ask yourself. Welcome to Mental Dialogue. All I ask is that you think.
1: I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, and welcome to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. We are the return of Intelligent Radio as we ensure the free flow of opinions and push the envelope on the questions America's afraid to ask in the mainstream media. Good morning to all the truth seekers out there. I have a couple of special guests for this morning's discussion question, which is part two, submission in marriage. What does it really mean? Again, this morning's discussion question, submission in marriage. What does it really mean? The man's view. We have an all men's panel. We got to we got some hard shoes to fill, Kings. Last week my my former co-host came and held me down. Christy Gaynell, my special guest this morning, both returning guests to the Mr. Brown Law Talk Show. Yaya Sasa Ekpo as well as Mustafa Mahdi. Thank you, Kings, for being on. Again, we got some big shoes to fill as we do part two, The Man's View. Yeah, I'll start with you. Thank you, King, for being back with us. If you will, say hello to the truth seekers out there and give any background you would like to give as we get started with this morning's discussion question. Thanks again, King, for being on with us. I'm sorry, let me bring him live. Do apologize. I work with, but I'm producing and hosting. Uh, you live, yeah. Go ahead,
6: King. Uh, I appreciate you having me back, man. Just coming from a traditional background, you know, from an organic standpoint. So I'm just trying to put a put little energy out there.
1: All right, I respect it. I respect it, King. I also have King Mustafa Madi with us. Thank you so much, King, for being with us again. If you will, say hello and give whatever background you would like to give in reference to this morning's discussion. Question Submission in Marriage. What does it really mean if we do the man's panel? I don't know if we're going to keep up with the ladies, but we're going to give it a shot.
7: (laughs) We'll give it a shot. It's hard to keep up with the sisters. This is Brother Mustafa. Greetings to all of your listeners, and thanks for having me on, brother. I'm happy to share uh, my perspective. Uh, I would call it a more progressive uh, perspective on relationships. I view, uh, in summary, just men and women as, you know, two halves of a whole, yin and yang, um, no one beneath, no one above. And uh, I think that is the natural order of things when it comes to human beings. Uh, I come to this discussion with 39 years of marriage, just celebrated my 39th on February 25th with my queen. And uh, my view is that the king is nothing without his queen and vice versa. That's about it. Hey.
1: Right. No, I love it, King. I love it, and let me let me even big up you on the 39 years. I know you just recently celebrated, but again, this even kind of points out to the listeners. I promise you, I promise you, if you were to see the two of these, this couple right here, y'all would think they're lying about 39. They look like they might be about 39 apiece. So, 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 so that's that that's that beauty of that melody, if you will. you know, done is the the bitch the, the talk friends. show. So, so I just want to say shout. Both of you out, uh and, and just say, I really, you know, this is an audio show, but if this is a video show. I would love to put a picture of both of y'all up because I, I, I was so excited to even see what you put up about your queen in reference to the, to, to the years. And I went digging on your page, King. I, just like, man, I was like, she's beautiful, man. She's beautiful. So now, nah, congratulations you, on that, if, if you will.
7: Indeed, thank you, brother.
6: Yeah. Uh, I, history, man. I I big big up on that thirty nine years as well, man.
7: That's that's that's
1: good. Hey, thank you. I appreciate you gentlemen. Appreciate it. So yeah, let so most most of my listeners know in this case if you are if you are a new listener, I'm I'm the single one on this thing, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let both of these kids <laughs> who got way more experience than I have in reference to this discussion to to do most of the talking if you will. Uh but as we always start with our Mr. Dialogue Talk Show I'm gonna ask both of you to try to recall and recollect, and in this part, just keep it quick, because what I'm gonna ask you, I'm gonna start back with you, yeah. I don't know, and I don't know if you're familiar with this is how we kind of start the show every week. I want you to recall, if you can, your first initial thought when I called you and say, "Hey, King, I want you on this show." Is the title? Can you remember your? just your initial thought without going too in-depth, because we're going to do that as the show goes on, but just what was your first thought that came to your mind?
6: Can you recall that? Yeah, I chuckled, and I was like, oh, here's a taboo subject. (laughs) 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 There's a lot of misconception going on about that. I think we we overcomplicate it, to be honest. Hey, I, I, absolutely, absolutely. Well, you, I'm pretty sure you
1: wasn't surprised that I asked you to be on this show based on the background. You know, I know of you and how you see this. And back to you, Mustafa, if you will, if you can recall again, just the initial, just the initial thought. We'll get into your other thoughts as you know as we go along the show. But just when I say, hey, can you mind being on this show? I think you're a perfect person to be on this show to represent it. What was your first initial thought when I asked you to be on this particular show, Submission in Marriage, what does it really mean? And I'm going to
7: try to make it brief as possible, but it was
1: sure. But it's the initial thought. You feel like this? Is, like getting to that second thought, okay. but just the initial thought. I'd like to get well, that very okay. yeah, first thought that, I that I came to it. mind. It might be a little mental.
7: It, it, I, basically, I was excited because uh, you know my position overall is, again,
4: mm-hmm. we are one.
7: And uh, so I was like, you know what? Yeah, I would love to share what I think is the most pro- more progressive thought about, because I, I just have a negative feeling about that term submission. Period. So I'm interested mm-hmm. to hear what the brother has to say. Really,
4: am? Nah,
1: no, absolutely. Well, like I said, I just wanted to hear that initial thought, and and I and I love that it, that your first thought was. I love the opportunity to talk about this. So again, I just wanted to hear again that initial thought. Um, as I said, this show, uh, usually I'll share my initial thought, but this is a part two, so obviously I've given a lot of thought in even putting this together. I'm so thankful to Christy uh, Gaynor, I'm a former co host of two years. Thank her for really holding down the show. I, th- If they are listening, I thoroughly enjoyed what her, uh, my sister Carol Long, as well as Shadun Reynolds, they were the three, in a sense, all ladies panel. Highly encourage, if you did not catch part one, to kind of hear what the ladies had to say about this morning's discussion. Uh, and literally, if I were even try to say what my initial thought was, I'll even share this with you, with the listeners. Um, last week's show kind of came about, happenstance, just from the standpoint uh, we were putting on our first Financial webinar um, for the Mutual Dollar Community Club. And initially, we were doing something at a physical location, and we then we opened it up to online. And so, basically, we timed that out where I was away for that, and so I had to call uh, my former co Was like, "Hey, you know, bad girl." I said, "Hey, can you hold down the show for me? I know you can produce it and run the boards." And she was glad to do it. And I said, "Well, here's the show." And at the time, uh, literally, it was going to be uh, a one a part. Of part one, and I thought about it, and I said, you know what, let's get all ladies, and then we'll come back and follow up with y'all men. So again, just kind of giving a little backdrop of how this show even came about, and it was literally um, just from the fact that I wasn't going to be on the show, and I knew she could help hold me down, and she was glad to do the right. show, and again, they highly encourage people to go back and listen to part one. We are up against our first break, as always, and so what we'll do, we'll come back hot and heavy in this topic i will ask that both of you as the guests make sure y'all are paying attention after you hear the first commercial i'm going to play a cut that's going to in a sense kick off this morning's discussion submission and marriage what does it really mean the man's view part 2 so again after you hear a video i mean after you hit the commercial make sure y'all are listening to the cut we'll start we'll kind of use it as our, key, our kick our kickoff point if you will then eventually we'll open up the phone lines for anybody that wants to get in as well you're Listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, where all I ask is that you think.
8: All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll a dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Yeah. All my life, been grinding all my life. Yeah sacrifice the price want slice got dice all my life i've been grinding
1: all my life are you motivated better yet are you motivated to act don't chase the bag attract the bag it's the money motivation podcast an unscripted view into the game of money assets dividends forex trust funds commodities futures The Money Motivation Podcast, Tuesday, March 3rd, right here on the Mentor Dialogue platform, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You've never heard money talk like this. time to get in the game.
5: Always say, you you get to ask yourself, what do I want? Continuously. What do I want? Like, what do I want in... A very open honest vulnerable real raw way what do I want even if I'm afraid of it Mm -hmm. what do I want right I want to be loved by a strong masculine man who is willing to be the the provider who is going to uh, protect me and the family who's bringing a certain level of provision and intelligence and a certain level of leadership that I would like to follow Mm -hmm. right in this space and I want to have deep passion and I want to have good sex and I want us to have great conversations about different subjects and so when you are able to do that like really get open about what you want now you can start acting in accordance with that and it'll be easier to step back from the things that are not in alignment with what you really want Like you can go along with the gossip train yes all the drama and all the trauma because I'm not being honest about me wanting something else. So, yes, this is where we're here, and it deflects and distracts from what you really want. But once you are open and honest with yourself, there's no going back. That is the truth I'm the yes. living witness.
1: Welcome back to the Mr. Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black TV. This morning's discussion question, permission in marriage, what does it really mean, the man's view Part 2, my special guest, today, as well as Mustafa Mahdi, as we hear a cut from a lady saying, hey, this is what she wants. I think it's uh, just a, a good place to start because often when we hear this word submission, I think it's fair to say it is all, in a in sense, is always put in the context of, in a sense, a woman submitting to a man. We will definitely flip it later in the show, but just hearing that young lady's cut saying, hey, if saying to another woman, hey, if this is what you want, if you're... If this, if this is what you really want, you have to look for that, go for that. At least that's how I took what she was saying. And in her saying what she wanted, she was saying, "Hey, somebody who can provide provide that provision provision, and she would be in a sense will, willing to follow." Again, submission is often put in that context. So we're going to start there, and again, we're going to go a lot of places with this show. With this show, but yeah, I'm gonna let you respond literally to that cut when you hear a woman saying to another woman, "Hey, this is." What I would like. What is your perspective in hearing um, this? This this woman give her perspective on saying this is what she's
6: looking for. Go ahead, King. Yeah, I, will, I would even go a little deeper and see what does uh, nature expects. You know, what does it require of a woman? Number one, and also of the man that you want to be involved with. Because I always say that for us to have that healthy relationship both parties have to know what is already expected of them by nature because that's your guide. And if you do that you can have a more functional, more organic chemistry that can be balanced. You know, instead of saying what I want unless what you want is in alignment with nature, then that's perfectly fine. You know, but sometimes you can we can see where people say this is what I want. Sometimes what we want is not always balanced and that Sometimes create unhealthy relationships, so it's very important we understand the nature aspect of what is expected of us, and those two parties come together and operate as such.
1: Okay, fair enough. We'll start with any thoughts uh, to what the cut said? What Yale had to say? Again, this is a at least my perspective. A woman saying to another woman, if you know, she's just saying that's what she wanted. She she's okay with that in, in, in a sense of following. Uh, a masculine man who provides and provides provision. She's okay with that. Any thoughts uh, from your from your perspective? Go ahead, Ken.
7: Oh, man, I I was, first of all, very impressed with her articulation and how she, uh, I was thinking, wow, if that's what we said on the previous show, we are, we do have a lot to follow, but I understand that was uh, just an interview, another interview uh, maybe you mm-hmm. pulled from, but I thought it was powerful in that as I'm listening to her, express her innermost thoughts about what she wanted, and it sounded totally unfiltered, very honest. How can we as men, who I believe are extensions of women, we come from them, we have a navel, we come from the woman, expect, and I was listening closely to your other guest, my first thought when he said nature was, nature as defined by whom? Because Ultimately we decide we decide how we interpret what nature calls or requires of us as men, as women. From my perspective, based on what the sister said, she set a very high bar. I would never expect anyone with that intellectual capacity who can set a bar that high to then turn around and say, Oh, and when you when I get all these things things from you I intend to give you the same, and also I'm willing to submit to you. Why is that even necessary? It's not even part of the equation. That's an intelligent human being. You know, two heads are better than one. I get this whole notion of the man wanting to be the head, but she was born with a head of her own, a mind of her own, just as we are born with a mind of our own. Equally intelligent, sometimes more so, depending on the relationship, Why is that even an expectation for us that we need someone to submit to the masculine or feminine? Compromise, I understand. Uh, Agreements, I understand. I think it's important to have that dialogue going into a relationship. What are the expectations for me or or, for you, for me, and and likewise, vice versa? But this whole idea of submission, I hope we get deeper into it. What does that really mean? Why did, Why is there such a need for anyone in any relationship to quote unquote
1: submit? That's no, a great question. Let me ask you this. And let me real quick, let me check with yeah as well. Uh, are you able to hear Mustafa very easily? He's a little low to me, so I want to see what the listeners are hearing. Yeah, he's coming checking in very quickly. Okay, just making sure. Okay, so it's just kind of me. It's probably my phone. All right, sounds good. I right, just wanted to check on that. So great question, Mustafa. So let me ask you this as I listen to that cut and based on what you said. Now, here's a question I'll ask you, and then I'll let Yale respond as well. So sure. Um, you absolutely have full respect for what the lady had to say in the cut. Now, in my mind, here's how I hear these words, and I just want to see how they apply to your question. So as I'm listening to her, She does say, provide leadership and I will follow. In my mind, that's somewhat the idea of not that submission by itself, that the word means what I just said, but it's typically those are words that seem to fall in line when we think of how we have at least learned submission, if you will, even if you say in westernized philosophy, if you will. So I... So I think that was a great question you said. So, you know, if she gets and sets that standard, because I agree with you, that is a extremely high standard, and if a man, you know, meeting that standard, like you say, she has a mind of her own, and then you said, why would she feel the need to submit? But I also hear her say, provide leadership, and I will follow. Typically that is put somewhat in the context of submission. I'm not saying they're the same thing, but that usually falls in line with that. So just kind of wanted to ask you, how do you – Hear her using those words, and how do they relate to this word submission in your opinion?
7: And if I may, and just I did a little quick research, and just to interject this uh, on submission, yeah, please. Uh, and it said the act or fact of accepting or yielding to a quote, superior force or the will or authority of another person. And my question again is. Who gives, and your guest uh, said nature, who gives this person, the male, the authority over the other? The woman is saying, if you can rise to this standard, yes, I'm willing to follow you. But in my mind, as I'm hearing that, there are times when, you know, the man will also say, well, you know what? I don't have all the answers. What do you think? That's not submission. That's just Collaboration, communication—it's mm-hmm. and, and I get—I'm gonna get to the midrins. When I hear submission, it's so closely linked in my mind to what we experienced, mm-hmm. what our ancestors, I should say, experienced as part of our, you know, horrific sojourn to this country mm-hmm. um, by force. And so, it for me, it's always going to have a negative connotation to it. It's not necessary in a dialogue between two people who love each other, respect each other. It's not necessary that one take a submissive position to the other. I'm not sure if I'm answering your question, but I hope I'm expressing No, that. you are. I
1: love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're giving your personal context, again, I, and I love what, I mean, again, I respect how you're seeing it. I'm definitely just going to kind of turn it over to Yaya and see how he's interpreting in a sense, what you're saying in reference to what I asked. Now, you absolutely asked the question, answered the question. Again, um, yeah, I'm going to throw it right back to you. Again, I'm just simply saying I heard the, the lady say follow lead, and then Mustafa gave his perspective. Um, how, when you hear the brother respond, uh, what are your thoughts in reference to her and his response? Go ahead, yeah.
6: Yeah, I would start with saying that, you know, submission or to give way, Uh, as another term that can be used, is a two-sided coin. Um, Using nature, going back, you know, traditionally in Africa, the sun and the moon was used to establish how you operate, as the man operates, how the woman operates. And the man is the external force or guide or energy, masculine energy. The woman is the moon magnetic internal energy. Uh, And the man has to submit to the woman from an internal aspect, because that is her domain. She's more intuitive, she's more in tune. she can see what we cannot see from that aspect. In- agree. So you have to agree. So you have to give way to that.? Okay. You have to submit to her organic um, design blueprint. That's her domain. That's what she was designed to. It's our responsibility to protect her externally, so she can be in tune, and vice versa. The woman gives way. To the masculine, to the external force that's our domain as men. So she submits or gives way to that, like the sun. They both give way to each other. They both balance each other. Now I would say that man is strong, masculine, soft, feminine. Women are strong, feminine, and soft, masculine. So once we understand the organic dynamic of it, you are actually working in a harmony, balance where we both need each other, both yielding in a respectable, harmonious manner. And having a union, just like we see the sun and the moon go back and forth every day between each other. Wow, all right, I, now I like that. that. So here's
1: the. A... All, all right, concerned. cool, cool. That sounds good. I that
7: sounds
1: good. Like Let me throw this out. Sure. So, no, please, no, go ahead, please.
7: No, no, I really like. I like what I hear when I hear any brother say, you know, we present coming to the world, coming to the world strong masculine or strong feminine. But I love to hear any brother, because it's, it's, nowadays the dialogue has gotten really divisive, but I'm hearing him say, we pre, we present either more masculine or feminine, thus people see a man or a woman. But internally, that is the masculine and feminine aspect within every human being. And one one tends to present stronger than the other. And that's how we perceive and I say that loosely nowadays, that's how we perceive mm-hmm. either a man or a woman. But it's beautiful mm-hmm. to hear that we're starting to understand that we are both. And we have to be sensitive and understanding of both the genders within us. We come from a woman. We can't I mean, come on, it's just that simple. If you come from a woman then there's certain aspects of the feminine within you. Now the only I think I think I would thing I would question is this. If if we're speaking from a spiritual aspect, I'm with you. I do take issue with, and I'm not trying to step on anybody's religious beliefs. But most of the religions that we, that the present day Eurocentric religions that we follow in this society, in this country, in this world, are as Dr. Clark says, modern day misogynistic murder, male murder cult. That was, and I'm paraphrasing his words but right. the very gender bias The God is masculine and the beauty of what I found in African spirituality which is what I'm starting to drift more and more to I come from an Islamic perspective but as I live and grow older I'm starting to really appreciate the beauty of what our ancestral spirituality really gave us it was a more balanced view of the world and I was happy very happy to hear that from my brother a few seconds ago
1: it uh, sounds great. Let me ask this question. And again, I, I again, I'm, just, I'm like I said, I'm pretty much at y'all feet, feet learning. Again, y'all have more experience in this uh, than than I do. Or I do have my perspective, and I'll share some of it along the way. Um, but you said something that I kind of want to hear, um, yeah. Break down. And I'm pretty. I think I understand this about you, um, yeah. But um, Mustafa just kind of mentioned when he hears the term today submission, it has a negative connotation. Uh, I think that may be related to when in the very beginning of the show you said people have a lot of misconceptions. So how how do you view that word when we hear Mustafa clearly say it has negative connotations? How do you view that word in today's time versus what I think I'm hearing both of you say, that that's not, that's not how it, in a sense, was supposed to be looked at. At least, it was, at least right. that's what I think I hear you all saying. But go ahead, yeah. What, yeah what are your thoughts in just the word itself? carrying a negative connotation in 2020. What are your thoughts?
6: Well, I think it has to do with the environment. Um, again, you know, with black people in America, they did experience a lot of atrocities. So that word yeah. admit can have an ecological effect. But if we can go past that, and I always use nature as the foundation. In nature, everything has to yield to something at a certain time, or submit to something at a certain time. Day gives way to night, night gives way to day, etc., etc. So you breathe in, you breathe out. You know, you take in, you, t- you you eat, and then you let out. So everything has to give way. It's the, it's the organic mechanism of the whole ecosystem that we live in. So if we can have a more organic understanding of it, we can see it's not a negative thing, as long as – each individual understands their organic function based on nature because nature is the one who sets the parameters. Uh, Nature can live without us. We can't live without nature. True. So it's our responsibility to live in harmony with it. And if we can get back to that organic perspective, we'll have a much more healthier, much more simplistic relationship and much more functional relationship. And what we have no, yeah, I definitely understand that. I guess what to... I was
1: asking, we don't, I'm gonna I'm jump in because we're gonna go to break here in a little bit. But I was kind of just asking, did the word itself have a negative connotation in your opinion? Because that's what
6: Mustafa had put to out there. Me, I was just uh, wondering. No, I'm not Not to me because and I'm saying, I, I I'm saying publicly it, in today's time.
1: You understand? Yeah, yeah, and again, I was asking in reference to today's time, do people, you said people mm-hmm. misconstrue it earlier, so I was just kind of wondering, what did you think people? misconstrue about it, if you will. What I will say again: We're about to head into another break here. But what I will say, Mustafa, that I absolutely agree with you, Mustafa, that the word by itself um, has a very negative connotation. I think it is definitely often put in the context of, you know, again, a lot of it handed handed to us by our understanding of the current religions. In a sense that, in a sense, lead the lead the world. I will tell you, um, I had a, a brother. Calling last week because I listened to last week's show, and he understood submission, and, and it was and it was from a biblical perspective, but it was unique for me, and I and, I, and, it, and it resonated just because it wasn't the typical like you like you know the, the typical way that people receive it, and he, his understanding of the Bible, which he even put that out there, was that a man submits to his wife till death, and a woman then can that type of man who would lead in that manner meaning he's willing to die for her if necessary, then that's the type of man that a woman could submit to. He was absolutely against submitting to men who just think by the nature of the fact that they have a penis, if you will, that they should be submitted right. to. He was absolutely against women submitting to that type of man who for, is for for ego and he's not even protective enough to die for you if necessary. So at least that's how I interpreted what the brother said. Hopefully he'll call in uh, this week. Uh, we hope we get another break, so we'll go to a quick break and continue this morning's discussion question. Submission in marriage, what does it really mean? The man's view, part two. That ain't saying nothing against hip-hop. It's just I'm old school to my heart. I ain't converting over. See, you know what hip-hop don't do? See, hip-hop don't sing about love no more. And sadly enough, neither does today's R&B music. It is all sex, and that's where Square Business Entertainment comes in to bring you r and music with a touch of love. Every 30 days, they drop a new song. Check out their latest cut, "Forever," featuring Nikki
0: Blanco.
4: I couldn't be any better, so I would
1: love you forever, and ever, and ever. So thankful for Square Business Entertainment sponsoring the Mr. Dialogue Talk Show. Find their amazing R&B, real R&B, as I always call it, on all musical platforms, Spotify, Titles, Apple Music, Pandora, Google Play. Please go follow Square Business Entertainment. As again, they're giving us that real R&B. I think it's a great cut. just so happened to fall right into today's discussion, if you will. Submission and marriage, what does it really mean? Again, my name is Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. Special guest, yeah, as well as Mustafa Mahdi. Thank you, Kings, for being on this morning. I wanted to share a couple of quotes from a sister that I love to follow on Facebook. She, as you said, have yeah, Fogg, Falls more in that traditional thinking of uh, the concept of a man and a woman within a marriage, and so I wanted to share a couple of quotes from her and get y'all thoughts. Again, I think there's an aspect of these quotes that applies to this morning's discussion. I think y'all will like, get it when you hear it. So let me share. I'm just gonna share all quotes, all the quotes back to back, and y'all jump. I'm gonna. I'll start with you, you and then I'll come back to you and start Um Sure. Yeah, I just kinda of hey, just cut in, that, in put put that, put that for a second. Oh
6: yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead real quick. Yeah, I want to touch back on the previous segment. Um to kinda answer your question more directly in today's twenty twenty no okay, no yeah, when people have when people have a, a negative concept towards submit, especially in the black community. I think it has do a lot to with uh westernized media. Anytime they show a depiction of a head of a household is always showing the woman being a slave or being being abused by the man or being you know, doing whatever he wants. They they never show where those households where there was a balance between the two. You know, where it was okay, yeah the man was the of the protection. Yeah, he protected but the woman actually ran the house. And I remember I had that conversation with somebody, I said, you know, they're good in America. They're good at showing you all, all the headlines of, oh, this African guy abused this woman, but they don't show you the, how many households where both men and women work together. Like me, I grew up in a traditional home where both my parents worked together. There was no slaving over each other. He was respected as the man. She was respected as the woman. And they both had that yin and yang, sun and moon uh, balance growing up. That's how I grew up. You know. But when you see it in America, especially in the media, Anytime you see a man being the head, it's always showing the woman getting the short end of the stick, and I think that has programmed a lot of women to have a negative, and some of the men too, to have a negative, because they grew up, you know, maybe seeing some women go through it, have that negative connotation.
1: And, and if I can No, that's a great please. point. Absolutely. Go ahead. Yeah, please go ahead, Mustafa. Go ahead.
7: I, I love what you just said, brother. It, it it has a lot to do, and if we can just really, as you say, bring it up to 2020 and what what women and men are experiencing I think every day. I think it's that rigidity in the roles that are assigned to us uh socially. Uh I'll just give you a quick example. I like to do the laundry at my house. I like to cook. My wife don't like to cook. I talk to a lot of brothers I work with. You know where I work, Montoya at the juvenile court. A lot of young mm-hmm. brothers mm-hmm. new marriages and they come to me a lot. And you know, they're kind of struggling with this idea of, quote, unquote, what the man's role is. And your guest makes a great point when he said your 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 father and mother works. I guarantee you there was a lot of flexibility, complementarity, duality, role reversal, so to speak, where, okay, you're tired today. I'm going to help you with this, or I got the cooking or whatever. I'll do the love. We got to step away from these
9: these
7: ideas of what our role is as a man and a woman and do what works traditionally in black families, that's what we've done anyway in this country. Because that Ozzy and Harriet imagery, like the brother said, that's given to us in the media, that never applied to us, and it didn't even work for them either. it's, 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 It's fiction. It's not real. When you're talking about relationships that work, and I've been doing mine for 39 years, and I'm telling you, it's not been perfect. But it works best when we're flexible, we're compassionate, we're kind, we're thoughtful, we understand. And, and, and for my brothers, we really got to step back from this whole notion of, quote, I'm the breadwinner, because that's not even reality in most of our families. As you said, brother, the wife is working. Eight hours or more a day. The husband is working eight hours or more a day, but we want to still hold on to this fantasy. It, it just—it's it, not the real world. It takes kindness,
9: nah. compassion,
7: just giving. I nah. take. Go ahead, brother. No, go ahead, brother. No, no, that was it. That's that's basically what. And I know anyone who's mar been married for any period of time, if it's a successful marriage, you understand. It's a give and take, as you say, yin yang. And and the only th- the only issue I have with the sun and moon analogy, if 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 we're saying that's duality in all things, and that there's duality even in the sun and duality even in the moon, what the sun doesn't represent the man solely, and the moon doesn't represent the woman solely, because if that's duality in anything, I see duality in everything.
6: Okay, and I, w- I will say this. Let me make sure I clarify. Like, you know, I'll use my parents, for example. Now, my dad was the breadwinner. That, that's, okay. again, we come from a traditional background, so my mom never had to work. They've been together for oh, okay. uh, four decades, you know. So, but however, to he was able to, like you say, at times be flexible to where there were times where he did help cook. There were times where he, did, he didn't mind helping her do the laundry. You know what I'm saying? So he did those things. And my mom made sure that she ran the house. She made sure she homeschooled all eight of the kids. And she made sure she did what she had to do from the internal aspect of building the internal structure. While well, he took care mm-hmm. of to the outside. So he allowed her to be in tune for femininity. Because if you, if you push a woman to be more masculine than she's supposed to, you rob her of femininity. That's very important for us men to understand. That's you know, point. Yes, I we have point. Some...
7: That we'll get to that in a minute. Please. Wait, yes, wait, 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 we'll wait. let
6: you wait, respond. respond. Go ahead. Go ahead, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, we have some of each other because men and women are twins. You know that's that's a, that's that's the African concept we come from. You know, men and women are twins. So yes, you have some of each other in in, in one another. But Indeed. we we have our our foundation, our strong suit. And the strong side of a man is to function masculine like the sun and the woman to function as the moon. So if you, if you make one function more towards what is not designed to you, basically weaken it, and then you overwork the other aspect of it. So there has to be a, a, a place where the man is able to stay in his element and vice versa, but yet they can still be flexible and help each other out as, as well. Yeah, energy exploring.
1: Yeah, yeah, please, absolutely, no, absolutely.
7: Okay, yeah, okay. Check it out, and, and I'm so glad he's opened up about his own upbringing. Mine was entirely different, King. My mother was uh, uh, pretty much the head of household, and as is the case in most of the families, in in far too many families out there. Because that's a lot, as you said, you make a great point. When you put so much of that burden all on one. Uh, parent, one provider, and it typically is, unfortunately, is the mother, you do put an undue burden on that person and then expect her to, to manage both roles. Or in a case where, like I see, when when I see relationships today where I see uh, the, the husband and wife having issues, both people are working eight hours a day. Now, remember what you said, your mother was at home. She was a caregiver. Now, that, that's uncompensated work, too. Let's make sure we point that out. That is work, raising the children, educating that's the good. children, maintaining the home. That's work. But mm-hmm. mind you, there's an expectation, unfortunately, for a lot of the young men that I work with, and I had to break it down to them, now, wait a minute. You want to be the head of the household, but your wife is working eight hours, too. You're working eight hours. You want her to come home and cook. You want her to come home and do you the laundry. You, she's supposed to do that the same thing you're doing as a co-provider to, to maintain this standard of living that you both want, but you want her to come home and be this false image of what a wife is supposed to be. Well, that's out it of the, can't the, the date. It can't work. Right. It's not
9: going to work. Because it can't
6: work. The the I've told the the me this all the time.
1: I've told him this all the time. So let me, let me interject right here. Let me interject right here. Because uh, it's a perfect oh. time to interject because of the quotes. Y'all look good. I wanted y'all to go back and forth. That was beautiful. i mean, just, we've got a few minutes before break, so I want to get this in, and I think it's just a perfect segue. Uh, the sister's quotes that I was bringing, I want to give a little context now that I've heard y'all have this dialogue. So uh, the this, this scenario you just described, Mustafa, as um, you hear these quotes, this sister, at least the way I follow her, I'm a big, I, I love her. Her name's um, Malanga Malali Moses. Um, She's a sister that I love okay. following, and, she's, she's, and she loves, in a sense, teaching women entrepreneurs how to make money, in a sense, from home, and she believes in a traditional situation as well because the scenario you just painted, she says, and I agree with her, I, I learned this from following her over the years, that the scenario you just painted is absolutely unfair to the woman if a man, yes. like you said, if you're both working and then you still expect her to hold her, in a sense, motherly role, a woman role, if you will, then that's absolutely unfair. So she definitely subscribes to the very tradition of the man being the provider. In, in 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 her perspective, you know, 50-50 still puts too much burden on the woman. So I just want you to give that context before you hear these quotes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share these quotes, and unfortunately y'all won't get to respond to after the next break. So just let me share, well, maybe a little bit of response. we got a little time before the break. But let me just share all three of them, and I think I said I was going to start with you, yeah. so I'll let you get started, but I am gonna have to cut you off. Just be prepared for that. All uh, right, here's the quotes. Again, these are just three quotes. I gave a little more context from her perspective, so hopefully that helps. So here's just some things she's put out recently. Again, I've been following her for a number of years. Uh, one, this is one of her most recent ones, and then the other two have been put out within the last couple of weeks. Um, so the first one is, Sis, your relationship never – the relationships never work because you listen to feminists and they say exactly the opposite of what works. That's one quote. The next quote, men are born to lead. Any man that runs from that truth is a loser. The last one is, just so we are clear, the man isn't the head of the household, the husband is. So that's her perspective. I'll give you a quick thought on that before we go to break. Yeah, go ahead, Kim. (laughs) Oh,
6: yeah, I mean, in a way, I matter of fact, let me do this. Let's
1: do the break. That way I can get all your thoughts without cutting you off. How about that? I'm sorry okay. I apologize. So let's go to a Ooh. quick break, and I'll repeat them real quick, and I'll let both of you respond to Noma Langer's quotes. Again, these are just pulled up and in based into based on today's discussion question. Submission in marriage, what does it really mean? The Man's View, part two. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. All I ask is that you think. is a full service design agency with tools available to help clients communicate with audiences through visual and digital media. And what exactly does that mean? You need graphic design, called Big Sis Media. You need web design, call Big Sis Media. You need audio or video production, call Big Sis Media. You need a branded strategy for your business, Call Big Sis Media. Damn, they do everything, don't they? Nope, even better, they're professionals. Whatever service you need, they do a consultation, send over a contract with a deadline, and meet that deadline. A true one-stop shop for all your digital and media needs, all at an affordable price. What's their website and phone number? BigSysMediaGroup.com. 404-465-4348. Again, that's BigSysMediaGroup.com. Call them at 404-465-4348. Do you need a video to help promote your business on social media? Contact Black Ivory Digital Marketing to get a professional, high-quality video within 48 hours. Let more people see how your business can help them. No matter what type of business you have, we can create a video for you. Authors, realtors, life coaches, insurance agents, stylists, therapists, and more. We got you. Is your business next? Contact Black Ivory Digital Marketing at 470-635-1241 or info at blackivorydmf.com. Again, that number is 470-635-1241 or email them at info at com. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Soccer Team. Glad to have Black Ivory Digital Meeting, and Big Sis Media online as sponsors. If you have a product or service you'd like to get out to the smartest audience in all the radio, please contact me. You're listening to the return of Intelligent Radio. This morning, discussion question, submission and marriage, what does it really mean? The man's view, special guest. Yeah, Dr. Ekpo as well as Mustafa Amadi on the line with me. I'm going to open up the phone lines now. The number to get in is 646. 646- seven eight seven one six nine one. Again that number is six four six seven eight seven one six nine one. If you're already on the phone line and you want to give us your three cents, you do have to press one to let us know you want to speak. When you call the show, press one if you want to get your three cents in on this morning's discussion. Prior to the break, I gave a couple of quotes to both of our guests. I'm gonna repeat them very quickly and I'll let start with you, Yeah, as we listen to Quotes by Norma Malali Moses. First one is, sis, your relationships never work because you listen to feminists, and they say exactly the opposite of what works. The second quote, men are born to lead. Any man that runs from that truth is a loser. Third quote, just so we are clear, the man isn't the head of household, the husband is. Your thoughts, yeah?
6: Man, I would respond like this. The, <laughs> the moon can't shine without the sun. The sun has to shine. He has to be in his function and shine so she can absorb energy so she can shine at night. So as a man, you have to be in your element, in your masculinity element, in your function before you tell any woman, hey, I got this. I can guide you from a masculine, from an external uh, standpoint. And this is something I've always told men. You You can't tell a woman, hey, follow me, and yet you don't even know what's expected of your own self. It's gonna be hard for her to respect you, and then there's gonna be a, a tug of war in that relationship. Understand what your function is as a man going into a relationship before you bring a woman onto your foundation. Make sure you have a foundation so that when she comes in there she's coming in knowing, okay, this man here can' support me, you know, and if you want a relationship where the woman is working, then you're gonna to have to give up, you have to lose some of that that respect. That's the way it is.
1: Papa, <laughs> any of your thoughts? Uh,
7: okay, the the last statement I have to I have to challenge that a little bit, my brother. Uh, you don't necessarily have to lose any respect if you're both working. If you maintain respect for both of your contributions to the relationship, it can be just as healthy. And that's why I'm starting to understand. Uh, my brother a little better if you, if you view The woman is only a reflection of the man's life To me that's problematic I say again The sun If it is masculine It is also feminine We complement one another We're not separate from one another The moon is also masculine and feminine It may be dominant masculine It may be dominant feminine I, I was reading something earlier might help to understand it, and it. I think I think that both nature and nurture, in, in in our assessment of what our roles are and how we how we how we form our relationships, it's based on needs. In certain, uh, in, for an example, in certain uh, uh, chimpanzee cultures in the Congo, right on one side of the river, the male chimpanzee is the dominant. Uh, one in the in the in the in the in the kingdom. On the other side, for whatever reason, the female chimp is the dominant one in in the relation in the community in the relationship, and it's all based on whatever environmental factors cause that that uh, particular gender dynamic. to take the lead. Okay, that dynamic. Thank you. It's very similar to what we see, and I'm gonna tell you the thing. I think I, I think the thing I, I agree so much with my brother, but I think the thing that maybe he's not taken into consideration, and is is that what's unique about American culture again is the systemic racism which has affected us in such dramatic ways that we that it it even causes our relationships to struggle so much. If it, if it were the case. That men could be the sole providers. A substantial percentage of black men That I work with In my work Have criminal history Not of their own doing Some of it of course is because of their own choices But they have developed a criminal past Which disallows them to hold certain jobs And therefore they can't Be that quote unquote breadwinner That society tells a man he should be so in a lot of Kate households, the woman is either the sole provider or she, she supplements or complements the, the income in the household. So that idea of being the head and running things and taking this lead position, and you're less than a man if you're not or not, you're less than a man if you're not, it doesn't fit. It's too much stress. We need to accept and do what works under the circumstances that are presented to us. Um, I'm I'm thinking about that last quote says man isn't the head of the household The husband is Well I read something That kind of really got to me uh, uh, That black women Those are the words that black women Are less likely to hear Than any other woman on, on the planet And guess what those words are
4: Four words
7: Will you marry Will you marry Seventy percent of our households, and that's not to knock all the beautiful black families. I like to think I'm one of them. But if you got a substantial (laughs) number of black women who are running things, paying the bills, taking care of the kids, taking them back and forth to school, doing everything, and then you toss out this submission word to them as if it's supposed to stick, I would reject it outright, too. I would reject it outright, too. And, brother, I think we do agree. Number one, we agree to a point. You should not want to feel like you've got to be running things. You've got to be in charge. The dynamic should be, again, what do we need to do in our relationship to make it work for us? we put putting too much pressure, too much weight on gender roles, gender assignment. Like I said, there are, not just in chimpanzee cultures, but other. You know, animal cultures. It they do what works. We got to get past. Let me it let me ideas. jump in
1: right here because uh, <laughs> let me yeah let me jump in. You yeah you said a a, a lot I and mean, then a lot, Mustafa. And I ref I definitely want to peel some of it back. I know, yeah, you're not going to be able to stay stay with us the whole show. So I want to kind of just jump in to make sure I get some of yeah context of what you had to say. Here's two things that, in listening to Mustafa that kind of stood out to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I would love to hear your response and. As he kind of said, the environment. I'm a, this is how I hear what he's saying, and uh, in the environment, in a sense, the American context for us as African Americans. Thank you. As, yeah, as he as he mentioned, I think I heard him say, to a certain extent, that in a, under a different environment or in different circumstances, plenty of men. And he didn't say this specifically, but this is what I think I underlyingly heard him say that plenty of men would gladly step up and play the role that you speak of. He's the current environment makes it a lot more difficult for a lot of men to step in the role of being that full provider. That is a reality, whether we want yes. to accept it or not, in the American context. Uh, I think I've even told you personally, as I've come to understand the things that you say, the things that, for example, Anoma Langer say, that that is where I, well, I want to get to because I understand how it protects me. My 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 queen that I may have one day, I, but I say get to, based on some of what Mustafa's referring to the environment again, not blaming the environment. Uh, for me, it's not just the environment. I'll say I'll even say this for me personally: it's partly environment, partly never having seen what you're mm-hmm. speaking of. Yeah, and I've talked to you about that, t- you know, like now I get it from having seen people like yourself, but never having seen it, I didn't even know it was a goal. If if, if that makes sense. So, again, I'm not blaming my environment. I don't have, you know, a criminal record, per se, that's keeping me from making as much money. So I don't have that excuse. I don't want to put that out there. But I'm just wondering, how, in the sense of the American experience, some of Mustafa is a reality for a lot of men. So what's your perspective on what I hear him saying
6: there? Uh, what's my perspective, which I think, you know, privately, you and I have shared this with you, you know, um, if that if being if, if having an organic relationship is the goal, because I want to make sure I stress this. what I'm saying only applies to people who want to have an organic, what we call a traditional African, like you know how it was, and still is, there's still places in Africa to this day that still follow the Sun the Moon as the example, the African spirituality. Now, for those who have that goal, then yes, what you guys are saying is a reality. And I believe there's ways to work around it. Uh, I've, I've said this before. If in the beginning stages, if the man, the woman has to work so that the woman doesn't have to, where she can start doing something at home to make some primary income while she's at home, then then do that. Do what you have to do so you can do what you want to do. So I understand the dynamic. of. I understand there's some men out there. There's a lot of men out there that can't – they're in a situation where they can just make the money – for example, I can make and take care of a house all by myself. You know, I understand that dynamic. So I think those men who are in that situation, but their goal is to be that masculine uh, guiding force, then, you know, make sure you have a woman that understands that, hey, this is the goal. We're going to work together, put our income together, but eventually the goal is to where you don't have to work because in the long run it's beneficial to have your woman stay in her nurturing feminine element is beneficial to the man, it's beneficial to the kids when the kids do come Children, out. Children. I agree. You know, so that and that and that's a legacy. But if you gonna be in a relationship for ten, twenty, thirty years and you have that woman working a forty hour job or more with kids, eventually you're gonna you're going to even if you're trying to help, eventually that woman's feminine essence will start It's like a bank. Okay, if the, if the moon doesn't get consistent sunlight from the sun continuously, its light will dim out. Her femininity will start to dry out like a bank. So it's our job to protect her femininity. The whole aspect, traditional aspect, African aspect of providing for a woman is really to protect her femininity so that way she can be that, um, that help to us, that creative, that multiplier to us as men and to our children. That's the whole basic concept of it. It's not about, oh, I want to take control. It's about protecting her so she can propel you in that house to greater heights. But if you don't protect her femininity, she can't really do what she was organically designed to do. What her strong point is.
1: Ah, uh, makes so, sense. We are at the top of the hour. We got a caller out, out there as well. Let me check with you. Yeah, do you have any more time with us? Because again, I want to respect um, what you need to do. Um, I want to see if I still have you out of the break, or do you need to go now?
6: Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Okay. Yeah. Just let me know if you need to if you need to you know get off the um the, the phone with us. All right. We're gonna get in play uh, another cut from Square Business Entertainment. You're listening to the Mr. Dialogue Talk Show Where all I ask is what you think
4: Today is the first day I keep loving you.
1: Dialogue talk show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, aka Black Socrates, along with special guests, yes, Asa Edpo and Mustafa Madadi, for this morning's discussion question. Submission in marriage, what does it really mean? Part two, the man's view. Again, loving that cut from Square Business Entertainment. Mustafa said something before the break. We're going to go to the callers here. But he said, hey, enough of our sisters do not hear the three words, will you marry me? and this song obviously highlights that, so just perfect timing. Just so happened to be their latest cut. Square Business Entertainment gives you a new cut every 30 days. Go follow them on Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, Pandora, Google Play, YouTube Music is where I follow them, so please check them out. Let's go to a couple of callers in reference to this morning's discussion. If you're just called in, you have to press 1 to let us know you want to give us your three cents on this morning's discussion. We'll start with... Eight one seven last three six nine one. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your three cents on this morning's discussion. Montoya, this is Mickey Doll out of Arlington, Texas. How you doing, my brother? Hey, what's up, Mick Doll? How you doing, King? What you got for us this morning?
9: Yeah, man, I've been listening, man. I appreciate the topics. Um, I just I hear um very sensitive topic being discussed, um and addressed in in secular terms and not, not in the very biblical. Or a Christian sense, so you know that's my paradigm. So what I would say is, um, in terms of the negative connotation, it's not negative to me at all. Actually, I get it from a mass public perspective that yes, it's usually uh, viewed that way, but for me, it's a very positive thing because the biblical definition of submission starts first and foremost with first and foremost with one submitting to God, and if the the husband and the wife can can do that successfully. Then you're now being led by the Holy Spirit that will allow you to feel comfortable in being vulnerable. That's a key word I want to bring out of this, and being willing to serve. So, uh, a woman that sees her man submit to God, uh, and he's being led that way, he can now then emulate the behavior, uh, or be led. His behavior is now led by by the Holy Spirit, and the woman will receive that in a more spiritual sense. The reason that's important is that it's not about – that's why it's complete, completely inconsistent with some of the, the verbiage and the, the words that I've heard, like, you know, kind of being a dictator or a tyrant and telling them what to do. Um, it's not about that. It's about serving your spouse and making – to bring out the best in them spiritually, uh, to, to provide for them and to protect for them, but you're also the pastor of that household. So that is leading them spiritually, and that will allow them to be more comfortable, and she would then in turn submit to you because she knows that you are being led – by something greater. That is a superior force that I think the brother mentioned earlier, but it wasn't presented in a in a in a in a biblical sense. That superior force being God. The superior force is not the man. So if the man submits first, he is now enabled to to be vulnerable and serve his wife properly. Um, and I just wanted to throw that two cents out there.
1: Now three cents, King. You know how we do, Mustafa I'm gonna let you respond first. Go ahead, King. Uh, <laughs>
7: um. I guess the first thing that, that I have to point out is we have to accept and assume that everybody's not Christian, everybody's not Muslim, everybody doesn't follow the same religious paradigm. That's very important. First point to point out. Second, very important point man submits to a higher power, God got it, whatever you want to call it. Woman also submits to a higher power, God got it. What I'm hearing is, now, and I it's a lie, that the man. So the man should submit to God, and thus the woman will want to submit to man. No, that is not the way I see it. I think we all have to submit to the higher power as we know it, and then you will be more agreeable to one another, more respectful of one another. But when you say, it's, and I think, again, that comes from that whole Eurocentric idea of a white male sky god, I just got to call it like it is. The reality is, and I'm going to what my brother is saying about the African tradition, and I do want to go further back maybe than even he's referring to. In the original ancient African context, there was a feminine component of God God, and a masculine component of God. So we want to be very careful that we don't make assumptions that, well, if we would just follow Christianity or just follow Islam or just Well that's not the way that society Is made up, people believe differently But if we can just come from A basic Foundation of complementarity As I said, we are one And respect each other in those terms For me, in my Household, that is, that is what what is worth for me In fact, my wife when we met She was from the Christian She's not a Christian, but she was from the Christian Her father was a preacher I came in as a Muslim But we're both evolving all along. It's been 39 years since we met. And now I'm leaning more towards a deep awareness of our ancient, ancient African spirituality, which is where all of these religions come from in the first place. So I just think we should be very careful that we don't assume that if we just throw religion into the mix, that's going to solve all the problems.
1: Let me respond to that, please. No, strong points. Let me say this. I'm going to let Yale respond, and Mickey, I'll give you a response as well. Um, So um, great point, Mustafa. One thing I will share, and I think this was a big part of what I heard Mickey saying, I'm throwing it out there, and then, yeah, you can respond. He was just still offering, even within his own belief, uh, but he he doesn't find himself dictating or demanding of his significant other. So I guess they've been able to make it work within the context of their relationship because it doesn't include a lot of things that we automatically connect to the negativity of the, as he said, the secular definition of submission. He sees it in a way that it doesn't include those things. So I think that's one of his major points. Just to throw it out there, but Mustafa, also that a that great people. point. Yeah, yeah, great, yeah, great, yeah, great, yeah, great point. To highlight that again, you know, we're having this show in America, where there's all types of religions, if you will. So, great point. Yeah. Any response to really more, if you will, focus on Mickey's thoughts? Because I want him to be able to respond before I go to the next caller. Go ahead. Yeah.
6: Well, first off, I will say I, re- I uh, respect his uh, his beliefs, um, but I will say, um, you know, in what he's saying, I can understand where he's coming from, but in in for. Being an African and being an African spiritual person who is, who's, you know, in tune with it, um, for the way it is for us is that for a man he submits to his to the God which is the Goddess which is the woman because he's already masculine he's already pre- predominantly masculine so he needs to submit to the internal energy of the Goddess of the woman and vice versa. That's how it like that. works in African Both of them like are gods, the goddesses. They both have to submit to each other they, because they both have their element, their strong point. So she submits to the masculine god, which is the man, and the man submits to the to the feminine, which is the woman. And that's how you work like together um, because you like can't that. have creation without both of them. You know, Beautiful. nothing can get created without.
1: Both. Strong point Let me let. I got some other callers, so let me jump in. Uh, Mickey, uh, thanks for your three cents. Um, any quick response? to either of the brothers or just anything you want to say before I go to the next call.
9: Yeah. I think his brother Mustafa, if I'm saying his name correctly, I apologize. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah,
9: I think he really misunderstood what I said. Initially when I opened it up, I said both the man and the woman would certainly submit to God. And they're. but I described it from the male's perspective, because that's what we're doing today. But they're both acting in a similar regard in terms of their submission. They both would then become vulnerable and then both serve one another. Um, He mentioned that everyone's not Christian. I agree but everyone's also not Muslim or African as well. So uh, I'm just offering my perspective. I respect where you're coming from, but I just think, for me, it's definitely a biblical and Christian uh, concept, um, and that's, the, to me, the most effective way to to, to uh, support it or define what submission is. Nah,
1: fair enough. You know, we uh, welcome all opinions and respect. all perspectives on this show, so thank you for your three cents, King. Respect. Yep. Absolutely. Let's go to the next caller. Alright, let's see who we got here. Hold on, got a few callers trying to get in. Alright, here we go. 678 last three, two, four, three. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your three cents on this morning's discussion question.
2: Good morning, Kings. This is Jason. Uh hope y'all doing well. Uh, i tell you how you're doing, brother. Appreciate the call last doing week. Doing good.
1: No, absolutely. Um, That's what we do, brother. We have to look out for each other.
2: Thank you for calling in this morning. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, one of the things. One, three, quick, three cents. As I said, marriage is a team sport, um, and you know both parties bring a lot to the table. I just want us to 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 recognize when we talk about kind of roles and responsibilities, we sometimes negate. The desires that other people want. Like I would never tell my wife or any woman, for instance, to pay hey, your 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 role. Is hold on one the second. Energy. Hold on one second. Hold on one second,
1: brother. Uh, somebody is in the background. Can you mute yourself? It may be you, Jason. I don't know, but I'm hearing some something in the background. So if you can't, if it's you, Jason, we'll just kind of bear with it. If it happens to be you, Yale, or Mustafa, can you mute yourself very quickly just so that it doesn't come through on the broadcast? All right, go ahead. I think it's clear now. Go ahead, Jason. Sorry to cut you off. Right.
2: No, no, you're good, brother. Um, I just said, you know, it's, it's. I would never tell a woman that, you know, her role is solely nurturing and, um, and and you know, taking care of the household type of situation because it negates their desire to 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 create, to to explore. Um, I, I mean, I could just talk about the women I went to college with and and just what perspectives they brought to the table. Uh, women I've worked with. Um, and they have they have a desire to um to to actually to to learn and to engage in the marketplace um and to i think its mustafa who said it uh and i and i and i uh, agree like we are a team and we all bring different amazing things to that table um we just have to understand at the home we also have to bring those things to the table um I do I wash clothes dishes we share in the cooking duties um, I Not work man. on part, parts of parts of homework that um, I'm stronger in my wife works on parts of homework that she's stronger in but it's a, it's, a, it's a team sport just like if we're on a football or football field or a basketball court everybody plays so this this team works but we have to be yes. careful about negating the the great things that Women want to do not only what we consider is their natural role, just like what men want to do versus what we consider as their natural role. And at the end of the day, who told us that was their natural role? Thank you.
1: Hey, great question. We're actually, Jason, we're up against the break. I got another caller, but I want to keep you on if you got a second. We're going to go. If you do, you have a second to stay on with us. Yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. Absolutely. So I'm going to go to this break because I have a challenge to what you're saying. It's just worth exploring, and we'll get to the call, the other caller after this. But I definitely want to kind of challenge it. That's what we do on Mental Dialogue, right? right? We're trying to get into the new ones. So I have a slight challenge to what you're saying, and I want to hear your thoughts as well as uh, my guests. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, where all I ask is that you think.
8: my life been grinding all my life stack spikes hustle pay the price one slice got to roll the dice and swipe all my life I've been grinding all my life all my life been grinding all my life stack spike hustle pay the price one a slice got to roll the dice swipe all my life I've been grinding all
1: my life are you motivated better yet are you motivated to act don't chase the bag attract the bag it's the money motivation podcast. An unscripted view into the game of money, assets, dividends, forex, trust funds, commodities, futures, the Money Motivation Podcast, Tuesday, March 3rd, right here on the Mental Dialogue platform, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You've never heard money talk like this. Time to get in the game. Welcome back to the Mr. Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. Super excited about the Money Motivation Podcast coming to this platform Tuesday night, 10 p.m. I hope you're listening to The Cut. This is money talk like you've never heard before. Listen in and learn how the wealthy think, as I bring on uh, Mark Ranger, CEO of Money Motivation, as well as Michael Sutler, commodities trading expert, with his own company as well, so we're going to be doing that by a couple of times a month for a Money Motivation podcast. We'll have it live on Tuesday nights. Um, again, that won't be a weekly podcast, but I'm so excited just to be bringing something new to the table in mental dialogue fashion, just hearing people dialogue in a very unscripted way about money. I, like, I want to learn how the wealthy think, so that's an opportunity on Tuesday night. Hope you all tune in for that. As well, we're back to this morning's discussion, Submission in Marriage, what does it really mean? The man's view, part two. We have a guest on the line, Jason One along with our special guest, yeah, Dr. Ekpo and Mustafa Mahdi. Uh, Jason brings to the table another great thought. Hey, marriage is a team sport. Uh, don't get caught up in the roses, what he says. And, and, and we kind of keep in mind uh, quite often our queen's desires within a marriage, and so sometimes it could entail, in a sense, her wanting to be in the market space. Again, that's kind of how I heard what Jason was saying. And I said, I want to offer a challenge and here's the challenge. And this is something that is a new paradigm for me that I feel like I am learning from those who are in a more traditional. And let's get that clear. When we say traditional, in a sense, the man provides the woman's at home, still making money, various ways to do so, but she's kind of covering and nurturing the home. And so, in learning and watching what I think to be some successful marriages, and some of them I know intimately, uh, a perspective that they've given me that I've never had in my entire life because I had never seen this was that understand for our queens that want to, in a sense, get out into the marketplace, that they they like for them to fully understand that to a certain extent there may be things that you are giving up in doing that, Versus their approach, which is learning how to make passive income while at home in order to, in a sense, raise and these, their particular focus, their black children up in this American experience in a way that is best for them. So the people, like a late Yale, who I know intimately, he subscribes to this because he sees advantages to bringing up the next generation and the legacy in, in this manner. To ensure a couple of things, the, the 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 next generation to prosper. Because what I see with these other groups, they have a a, a concept of wealth that's unlike even two couples both working forty hours a week. You know, some may some doing well, uh, but it's it's it, it, again like somebody mentioned it. Typically, to maintain a certain lifestyle, I'm not saying that it can't work. It's just I I see advantages now that I've learned about this perspective, I see huge advantages to in a sense keeping our black children out of public school spaces and how and the things that they can teach that the public school won't teach and how it prepares the next generation to become legacy minded, whereas the American dream can get us lost. I know I said a lot, but I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that, Jason, while I had you on the line. Go ahead, King.
2: Yeah, um, so you know, I, I, I hear. Um, I, I can't say I hundred percent agree. I just I, I give. I, I'll, I'll throw out another perspective. Right, we talk about we need more men in the house to help raise our black boys because a, a, a woman can can only show one aspect of that. Based on that narrative you're You're negating the fact that both the man and the woman have to bring things to raise that family, to build into the family, because there's things that I have to sew into my daughters, that I sew differently into my my sons. My wife has to do the same exact thing. However, you know, we all bring different perspectives in my my business. I would not be where I was if my wife, didn't manage multi million dollar accounts on in her job because she gives a different perspective on the finance. She she manages no less than two million dollar accounts and she manages 150 of those. But I have a different perspective because of her doing Mm -hmm. that. She talks to our boys in a different way from that feminine energy that's going on and to our daughters in that way. I talk to our boys. In a in, in a masculine energy And our daughters in a masculine energy Because it's a balance It goes back to the team sport And I think we get caught up into roles Versus yes. working together as a cog Like a machine working together yes. And they're, they're interchangeable parts That have to grow together
1: no, Fair enough I'll Let Yeah respond first Go ahead Yale in Your response to kind of what I tried to offer And again I just wanted to put it out there For us to dialogue about it Go ahead Yeah. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, you're coming through. Go ahead, King.
6: Yeah, I heard I heard what what he had to say. Yeah, it goes back to what I said, you know, if if the goal is to have an organic relationship, then the approach will be different. Now if you're just trying to have a power couple, make money, um, have your kids go to school and have that type of approach, then what they're saying is perfect for those Relationship where your kids are being homeschooled and nurtured properly, then it's going to be totally different. It's not all about the money. Because there's things that the woman can do at home, you can't put a price tag on. And I think we lose sight of that.
1: Nah, fair. So we're, If I hear anything clear, I'm going to go back to. I'm gonna let the staff respond. Jason, thank you for your three cents. And so I think all I'm hearing is based on your goals, the approaches just have to be different based on your goals. I think that's kind of what I'm hearing. Um, yeah, based on based on, so not, not,
6: not 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 everybody gonna want to have a, a organic African relationship. That's not everybody's goal, and, that, and that's the reality of it. Now that that's the most healthiest and functional. If you if you really take away the mainstream society out of the equation and and actually go according to just the organic natural aspects of what the what a relationship was from a from a traditional African perspective. You know. But however, question. we live today, today is twenty twenty, so at the end of the day, you know, is whatever the goals is for that couple, then they base exactly. that on that. Let me let Jake question in real quick down.
1: before I let him go. Let yeah if you
2: will, yeah, let me let him take a question, question when, in before you, I let him go. When 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 you say traditional African perspective, where in Africa are you talking about? Like my wife Thank is from you. Ethiopia. My wife is from Ethiopia. Well
6: I'm still I'm saying at, and, one and we, point, we have,
2: at one point, oh, one. Hello, go
1: ahead. hello, hello. Yeah, let him. He him quite finish, and then you yeah, respond. He was yeah, still kind of saying yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, my go wife is from
2: it. Ethiopia, and their, and you know, in 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 their families, they yes, the, the women nurture, but they also work tremendously, um um in 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 in, in, in the community to to build that community. Um, so I'm I'm just trying to see where that perspective is coming from because. Africa is the largest landmass in the world, um, On Earth. And, and, and you know, when we look at the, the different nuances nuances from East Africa, West Africa, North Africa, South Africa, and South. all the yeah. tribes in between, we have a different perspective. I mean, yes, it's great to say an African perspective, but it, it, we have to really look at what perspective in Africa we're talking about. All right, fair question. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll let you Af- respond real quickly. Oh, go ahead,
6: I, I, I speak of a time before we got influenced, before when we had a, a our spirituality was more unified. You know, everybody knows about the house, the tribe, Yoruba, which is I'm a part of the Yoruba, uh, Ibu, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, but when you talk, when I speak of, I'm talking about a time when before we got influenced, before we got divided, before we had the religion. Africa at one time. Had African spirituality, they followed the, the, the universe, nature, the sun and the moon before we got influenced by outside uh, religion. That's what we live by. Yes, women. I'm not saying women don't work hard. What I'm saying is that, like you said, in, in, in Ethiopia, the women build the community. So in other words, the men are providing so the women can focus on building their internal, the, the infrastructure. So women have their work that they do. All I'm saying is that for women to be in full capacity of what they were intended to be, we can't have them trying to provide and trying to build the infrastructure. Okay, that's too much work on the woman, and there's got a lot you. of men today that, that's me. expecting that from women.
1: Yeah, I think, that's, I think the last thing you just said is kind of somewhat valid. Jason, thank you. Great three cents. I'm going to try to get to the other caller. Uh, Mustafa, I haven't given you a, a fair chance to respond, but I'm going to say something, and then you kind of respond, and we'll go to the caller. So okay. So as I presented previously, no malanguas. I mentioned some of her quotes. Here's something that, was, again, I love following this woman, and here's something, again, I want to kind of hear. I think this is just to add context to us having this dialogue about maybe where we differ on this. So when I was following, been following her for a number of years, one time, this is a post I never forgot. She put out a post saying how she previously believed, and I'm just calling it the American dream. That may not be fair, but I'm just using the American dream, the approach of two, you know, man and woman both working to, in a sense, you know, send their kids to college, kind of like how we describe it here, right? So she mentioned how... She previously had done things that way. She was a college professor. Not to give too much of her background, but she was going to work every day, you know, and doing well as far as moving up in her, you know, being a pro- professor. And but I don't know. I don't know what was her. What changed it for her? But she eventually shifted her paradigm because she said she realized as good as as, as she said as good as they appeared on the outside. She was like there were things I was failing at in reference to uh, children, or even the type of wife I could be, or the expectations. Kind of like what we've, been, what we've been talking about. You're working too, but you're still expected to cook. Like all these things, it becomes overwhelming in that perspective. And so when she shifted the paradigm to let me make money at home so that I can nurture my family, and again, I'm not I'm not even trying to encourage one way or the or the other. As much as I'm just bringing in, hopefully, at least opening up, and I think we're all saying this, and then Mustafa, you can jump in. I think we're all saying this part, at least opening up American men, I'll say that, to the perspective of while you may have seen, for example, your mother on her own do all these things and you admire her, or while you, like my own example is, of seeing what we'll quote, we'll just use the term, 50-50. That's pretty much mostly all I've ever seen growing up. While while that's what we've seen, but to expect some type of submission while doing those, that's what's unfair, and there are a lot of American men who do have that expectation. So it's like you can choose one of these other routes, but to choose it without understanding as I, here's why I agree with Yaya, without understanding that if you don't situate your significant other to, to be, in a sense, her fullest feminine self, if you don't situate, if you're not taking on that responsibility, again, this is something I'm newly learning, but if you're not going to do that, there is going to have to be some give and take that I think a lot of American men have never learned. I think we all are possibly saying that part of it. Mustafa, jump in right here before we go to the call.
7: Real quick, I'm going to give a thought from one of my college professors about the meaning of love. He said, love is creating an environment where the loved one can grow. And your last caller hit on it so precisely. There are women who do not and probably a substantial number of women do not see themselves as standing in the home, raising the children, and I'm not brother. I I have four children, three daughters and a son. And I thank God, God asked God for my wife and the role she played. But I think it's important that we understand these our wives, our significant others, our spouses are human beings with goals and dreams and hopes. And they want to not just stay at the home and nurture children. I thank the Creator that we were in a position where if I had to work a different shift, somebody was always at home for my children. That's important. But we have to accept and understand that is not the reality for the bulk of people in 2020 American society. Yes, we would all like to have that perfect relationship where. Maybe one of us can work and the other can stay home and nurture the children, but it must be valued. And in those cases where it's valued, but the other significant other wants to venture out and explore education, work in the
1: marketplace, as you said, then that should be appreciated, too. And I guess what I'm saying in summary is – No, fair enough. We actually to, get to the break, if you will, brother right. So, yeah, no, no, great yeah. point. Great. Let me hit this break. Yeah. we got some callers we want to get to as well. Alright, thank you very much. Just listening to the Mister Dialogue Talk Show, but all I ask is that you think. With tools available to help clients communicate with audiences through visual and digital media. So, what exactly does that mean? You need graphic design called Pixis Media. You need web design? Call Big Sis Media. You need audio or video production? Call Big Sis Media. You need a branded strategy for your business? Call Big Sis Media. Damn, they do everything, don't they? Nope, even better. They're professionals. Whatever service you need, they do a consultation, send over a contract with a deadline, and meet that deadline. A true one-stop shop for all your digital and media needs, all at an affordable price. What's their website and phone number? BigSysMediaGroup.com 404 465 4348. Again, that's com. Call them at 404 465 4348. Do you need a video to help promote your business on social media? Contact Black Ivory Digital Marketing to get a professional, high-quality video within 48 hours. Let more people see how your business can help them. No matter what type of business you have, we can create a video for you. Authors, realtors, life coaches, insurance agents, stylists, therapists, and more. We got you. Is your business next? Contact Black Ivory Digital Marketing at 470 470- or info at blackivorydmf.com Again, that number is 470-635-1241 or email them at info at blackivorydmf.com Welcome back to the Myth of Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. This morning's discussion question, submission and marriage, what does it really mean, the man's view, part two. Special guest, yeah, Dr. Eggpole, Mustafa body. Yeah, you still good on the time? Just checking on you, King.
6: Yeah, I'm going to have to leave out here in the next probably like five minutes.
1: Okay, no problem. All right, let's get to one more call and see if we can get to give you a thought before you go. All right, let's get another caller in. Area code seven seven zero, last three nine three six. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your three cents on this morning's discussion
0: question. Greetings, uh, this is Ashanti Id, the wife of Mustafa Id. Uh, hey, yeah, we need we need
1: a Queen's perspective. We've been here, been up here saying, talk all this stuff. We don't know what we're talking about. What you got for us, Queen? <laughs>
0: Well, you guys have a lot of insight, and I'm enjoying the discussion. Um, One important thing I would like to discuss is what the gentleman is speaking of concerning our ancient history. Before Africa was colonized, yes, in Africa there were a lot of traditions, a lot of traditions that we followed that was more complementary to our existence. And within that, there were roles that we played that provided us with the security in knowing that we would be okay overall as human beings. In my research, I've grown to see and interpret our pre-colonized history as we were gods and goddesses who understood that the role that we uh, inherited today and the language that we're speaking is difficult to translate what we truly believed in. What we truly believed in from my research and my interpretation was that even though we are within our bodies in our defined genders, the gender, our gender was not the first and foremost, it was not our foremost concern. In our ancient understanding, because we, the women, were the carriers of life, all the men and children listened to our nurturing wisdom because they knew we had their backs. Yes, we were in the household because our community, we didn't have the systems that we have set up today, the senate, the congressmen, and etc. cetera. We were that. We were in the home, and we provided that nurturing protection because when the men would go out and to provide, it only created balance. And there was no, the, 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 the word submission is an English term that creates divide within our souls, and, and, and it indicates or it implies above and below. If you remove that word, if you remove the word of submission, so we have to evaluate it. If we look at it in, in a way in in a way that clarifies that we're here to love and to protect each other, we're here to love and provide for each other. Now within the system that we're operating today, whatever decisions we make that complement us both and our whole family, that's what we must do. In this system, hey, we you. all have
1: ambitions. Oh, I'm, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, finish up, Queen. I thought
0: you were finished. I'm sorry. Go ahead. In this system, we all have ambitions. And so as a man and woman coming together or a couple coming together, we must come together and to make decisions <laughs> in loving ways that complements both parties because we all have heads. We all can think. And it's important that we all contribute to our household. Thank hey, you. Right.
1: yeah, I know you don't have much time so I'm gonna let you respond. And I think she was kinda, of, you know, directing some of what she said at you. One thing I will say just to throw this out, I know Yeah definitely opened with at least his understanding of the word submission and again I breathe it, you know, it is an English word and so maybe we're struggling with some of what we're saying because of that. But I know he opened that his 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 definition was to give way to one another. So that was definitely very different in the way we hear that context of the word. But, yeah, I know you have to go, so I'll let you respond to the queen and give any closing thoughts before you go.
6: Yeah, like you said, you know, like I said in the beginning, my understanding is to give way. I'm using the word submit because that's a topic and I'm using it for, for conversational purposes. But it really is to give way. The first part of what she says is is basically the essence of, of why the man provides. In that before pre-colonization so that the woman can stay in her element to be that, that uh, protector from an internal aspect and force, like you said, that intuitive, that nurturing, um, which I feel in 2020 can still be done. I saw it growing up, and, I feel, and I've seen other people do it. So, again, it all depends on your goals. I don't think um, personal ambitions should override the organic context of what a relationship is meant to be from from that pre-colonized African perspective. And that's where I'm coming from. Because I I, I believe that no matter where you at, this is how I was taught by my baba, no matter where you're in life, you carry your culture with you. It doesn't matter if you're in 3030 or in 2020, your culture is your foundation. It's your roots that propels you. It gives you your identity. So if we're going to let today's society rob us of that, And that's a personal choice each couple has to make. But for me, I'll always reiterate that as black people, we have an identity. And we should always stick to everybody else around us does the same thing. They stick to their identity of who they are as a culture. We should do the same thing.
1: Hey, thank you for your time, to... King. Yeah, thank you. I'll, yeah, I'll, let, I'll let you respond. I just gotta let Yeah go, so you definitely need to respond. Uh, but yeah, yeah, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate uh your three cents this morning. You've been wonderful. Thanks a lot, King. Appreciate you, yeah. All right, right. thank you Appreciate man.
6: All right, thank you, Mufasa. You got and congratulations to you and your wife. Thank you, brother. Right.
1: And I'll and right, and and I'll, I'll, I'll give you one last thought to yeah, respond to that and then we'll I got another caller that wants to get in. Go ahead and respond Queen.
0: Yeah, I I agree that we must move forward in understanding that, yes, we live in a different society. It might be challenging to function in that same ancient way in our understanding, but if we could go back to that time, we wouldn't be discussing gender. And so it's very important for us to understand that in order for us to genuinely operate in the day that we, times that we exist, especially with 80% of our households headed by single mothers, there is any room for us to allow ourselves to be vulnerable in a way where, as a woman, vulnerable in a way to, to trust the system that we reside in, the mentality that we have adopted based off of the uh, incorporation of the gender roles and the gender ideas that we we have in, within us. Meaning it's difficult for uh, most people to understand that, like Jason was saying, it's important for us to all live to our Utmost, utmost best by understanding that we serve each other. And it doesn't have to be in that way in our idealized way we used to operate is from Africa. It, it just wasn't that way. The woman, her voice, she was the senator, the congressman. It wasn't that he was the head of the household. Yes, he would go out and get food. And we we, met, we managed to land. We also worked outside the home. We collected grains and et cetera. So it wasn't the same as we're stating it today, that the man worked outside the household. We all worked, and we worked together. But the voice and the wisdom of the woman was more important than any, anything. A man being the head of the household is a European theory. It's not an African tradition. It's just not a part of our tradition. And so the wisdom came from that woman. So it's important in our household that a woman is never silent. That she speaks and he listens because she has that nurturing wisdom, Hey, fair enough. Appreciate appreciate. I'm here.
1: sorry. I'm sorry.
0: No, and it's important for us all to be heard. I'm not saying to be rigid in our role, in our genders because I believe again that we will as well. We'll talk about this further, but I believe that we I'm dominant female, but I'm male too because because I became from because I came from my mother and father. My husband is male, female, because he became, he became from his mother and father. So we're both genders. And so the struggle that we inherited was the idea we were one. We were, you know, in reality, we're both the twins. Thank now you. Re,
1: no, respect your thoughts. Thank you, for your, thank you for your amazing three cents. Absolutely. Now we got about a minute before break, and I got Brother Pierre out of St. Louis trying to get in. I'm going to wait one second and give a couple thoughts, thoughts. I want to cut his thoughts off. Um, again, beautiful dialogue this morning. I'm gonna p- p- pose this, Mustafa, and obviously you and me will kinda of run this last last segment down together. I wanna to throw this out yeah. there when I when I heard um mention the idea of the concepts that we follow now, how it robs us on some levels of our culture. I wanna give this example and I think it is somewhat an unfortunate example of what we are experiencing now, meaning even you've mentioned it, the idea that the reality for the the African-American community specifically in America is we are a matriarchal society partly by, you know, experience by default. And in my opinion, some of the paradigm of not understanding some of what we're talking about right now. And so I'm going to give an example coming out of a break. Um, uh, Well, we'll go to the caller, and then I'll give an example, and we'll close out the the last um, segment uh, discussing, I think, are unfortunately, in my opinion, some results of not understanding a lot of what I think we've talked about today. It's been a beautiful dialogue, even though, you know, we've differed on some points. All right, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, where all I ask is that you think. My name is Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. I am the owner and facilitator of the Mental Dialogue Community Support Group, focused on practical solutions and the collective thinking of the black community. We do that one of two ways. Every third Friday, 7 p.m. at Urban Grind, or Saturday mornings, the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Contact us at mentaldialogue.com or on Facebook at Mental Dialogue. All I ask is that you think.
8: Roll dice to swap all my life, I've been grinding all my life. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, fussle the price, want one slice. Like the roll dice to swap. All my life, I've been grinding all my life.
1: Are you motivated? Better yet, are you motivated to act? Don't chase the bag, attract the bag. It's the Money Motivation Podcast. An unscripted view into the game of money assets dividends forex trust funds commodities futures the money motivation podcast tuesday march 3rd right here on the mental dialogue platform 10 p.m eastern standard time you've never heard money talk like this time to get in the game Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. Again, on a highlight Tuesday night, we will be back on the air with our first episode zero of Money Motivation Podcast with Mark Ranger and Michael Sutherland. I've never heard money talk like this before. If you have a product or service you would like to get out to the smartest audience in all of radio, please contact me for that as well, directly at 404 404- 604-947, or inbox me at mental, on the Facebook page at Mental Dialogue or even IG Mental underscore Dialogue. We definitely have the smartest audience in radio, so definitely uh, get your product out. If you're an individual, you also can support us at MentalDialogue.com to help keep intelligent radio on the air. I got Brother Pianchi out of St. Louis wanting to get in, so we're going to go to his thought before I give the example um, to close those out. Say about the Montoya. The king. you
3: know people have to realize that you're talking about human beings and in ethnic societies around the world human beings had their traditions and cultures and they played out certain aspects of it Africa was no different there was neither a rigidity Masculine or feminized society on that continent. You got deadbeat dads. You got ethnocentric, otherwise, you don't marry into their society. The Ashanti Henti, the Away Henti, my wife is Away. And that's the way it is. We live in the United States of America my wife never worked matter of fact and i look at community not community but neighborhood i don't remember any wives that work nor only one that was without a husband now you live in different times like somebody made mention and uh you uh there's a good book called Male Daughter's Female Husband. It talks about the Ibu in Nigeria. It's by a lady called Ifi Amadiume, A. M. A. D. I U M E. It talks very much about the roles that's played out in those societies. And much of the same thing that we see here in the United States. As a matter of fact, it really has gotten crazy here in the US, but that's the US. And that's the twenty that's twenty twenty. So I myself prefer to have a male and a female raising children. That male child needs that father and that female child needs that mother. But uh no, human beings have done all sorts of things, exist they even back in ancient times. Ancient the Kushites did not uh mingle, or want to move uh uh get along or marry. The Egyptian, because the Egyptians was mixed, they was amalgamated people. Uh, I, as an American, an African American, could not go marry into uh, the Shanti Henny in the Khan society in Ghana today. Jerry Rollins couldn't, even though he was a national president. He had a, a Scottish father and a Ghanaian mother. I mean, that's just the way it is. And they still do, hey, they do that today in my household. I told my daughter, don't bring home no Billy Bob, and I have told my grandson today, don't bring home no Miss Daisy. It's just the way people live today in a greater society, That's how they live, too. And uh, hopefully you can work all this out one of these days.
1: Hey, I would thank your three cents, Brother Pianchi. This is our number one caller. I like to throw that out there. Brother Pianchi religiously listens and, and calls the show and gives us his insight. Thank you so much, King, for your thoughts this morning. All right, Brother Mustafa, we got about eight minutes to close this thing out. I want to give you this example because I definitely want to hear your thoughts on it and again. I think I think it's related. I hope for those that are out there listening will understand how I think it's related because it's not have, it doesn't have anything to do with marriage. Um, but this is just an example I experienced. And in my opinion, I remember when it happened, I assessed it as a result, as a result of what currently is going on, quote, unquote, in America, specifically African-American culture. So, um, have this group, Blankets of Love, that was in the past. I had more time, so I used to always go out and help them feed the homeless. And we had this one particular place that we would go, where we would go outside of uh, a place where the, and since they could get a bed or whatever, but sometimes all of them couldn't get in, or, or they would be still limited on how much they could eat. So what we would do is we would go to a parking lot close to that spot, and we would walk up and let them know, hey, we're in the parking lot. So they would come out and things of that nature. Quite often when we would get to the location, that was kind of my role. I typically would go in and invite them. Uh, on this particular day, kind of setting the tables over, I think we were maybe a little behind or something to that an effect. And so our director, who's a, a woman, she would say, well, I'll go down and invite them. And we had an 18-year-old young man helping. I think he was about 18 or 19 helping. So he was like, well, if you will, uh, walk with her. And it's and part of that is just due to when you're walking down, there's still a lot of people outside. And, you know, you just didn't want any, it was, it was daytime, so it wasn't necessarily dangerous or whatever. But we are just having the young man walk with her. Just from a standpoint, you can imagine there's still, uh she's a beautiful sister. So just to avoid even that concept of, you know, being catcalled or just somebody being inappropriate. So we had the young man, you know, walk with her or whatever. And so, anyway, long story short, she goes in and invites him. When she comes back, uh, I guess one of the men, did kind of mess with them, not necessarily something she was fearful of or whatever, but she just kind of laughs and says, "He he kept, he kept going. He kept going despite, you know, we're not able to assess what is this man trying to do." So she's kind of playfully, sincere, but sincerely saying to the young man, "Hey, you just gonna leave me out there." The young man's response, Mustafa was, "I'm a young man. I still have my whole life to live." And this is his real response for had that moment, which it didn't turn dangerous, but had it turned, you know, dangerous, his continued, the reason he continued to walk was simply because he's saying, I'm a young man. She's lived her life. I have it. I should get away. So, of course, I take this young man by the shoulder and dialogue like, hey, as, as the reason we sent you, young man, was – to to play, you know, play a role if that were to happen, but he had no concept of it. So I give that example Mustafa to kind of say that our current situation has raised up a lot of young men who would handle that situation just like that. And those are also possibly the same young men that one day will be asking some woman to submit to them while they have no concept of what protection looks like because no one has raised them. Like when I'm talking to the young man, I'm not fussing at him because I get that he does not know any different. But the fact that he thought that was okay, in my opinion, is something that easily goes missing when we stay in the paradigm that we're currently in, which I believe is chasing the American dream to the extent that we've even lost concept, as you said, Mustafa, of asking and stepping up to the role of "Will you marry me?" But in my eyes, I I do hold on playing the role of protector and teaching my you know my son, for example, that it, that it, that would be his role if that situation turns. out. he's expected to protect her again. Just a lot of thoughts that I think is somewhat related to to today, based on most of us not having grown up and seeing what the the complementary relationship looks like but to include the protection of us of our women as men. Your thoughts on that, King? Did I lose Rustaf? I may have lost him, y'all. Do apologize stop while you're muted. Just checking what you mm-hmm. may have muted. I'm sorry. I had, I had the mute button yeah. still on. I apologize. Yeah, yeah I bet you, you, you was, you was running around the way. All right, go ahead and jump in, King. I'm sorry no, about no, that. Go no, ahead.
7: no, I was not going to leave you, brother. I, that was powerful what you just said and I'm here to tell you, you know you know the population I work with. I would not be surprised mm-hmm. if a lot of them said the same thing, you know, and it, mm-hmm. it, it's heartbreaking because I mm-hmm. have daughters, I have a son, and I want them all uh, to be safe. Uh, And because of what you're saying, I I go to great lengths to encourage women to learn self-defense because I know the world they're coming up in. The young men have not been taught Mm -hmm. to protect them or even respect them. So, brother, Mm -hmm. I feel you, and that's why what I do, you know what we do at the courthouse, what we do Mm -hmm. in the afternoons Mm -hmm. with the chest is so critically important. We can't just talk about it. We got to be about it they got to see it if we want them to be it. It's wonderful that we still hold on to this strong masculine role. I'm old school. I still hold on to it. I still embrace it. Mm -hmm. I think
4: it's significant Mm -hmm. and
7: it should be. But if we don't model it and if we don't appreciate the complementarity of the – my wife would tell me quick, well, yeah, I appreciate that you're my protector. But you know Mm -hmm. what? In a pinch, I protect you too. So I want her to know how to use a gun. I want to know her mm-hmm. to know how to protect us because as my wife and daughters mm-hmm. have told me, Daddy, in a given day, you don't know. that like You mentioned cat calls. You don't know how many cat calls we get. You don't know how many times. Yeah, touch us, try to touch us inappropriately, say inappropriate things to us. Brother, we have to change this whole paradigm, this whole way of thinking about what should be, understand what is and work towards what we want to see in healthy relationships in our interactions with each other is so critically important and you know who it starts with it starts with the i it starts with me starts with you it starts with us loving ourselves reconnecting with our history feeling comfortable rejecting a lot of what organized religion's have taught us open your mind up i'm not condemning anyone's faith i happen to be Follow the Islamic perspective, but that doesn't – that's not my whole world view. I take something from every spiritual path and apply it to myself and see what works for me and mine. And I hope we can leave – all of us in doing so can leave a footprint that we can feel good about.
1: Hey, I love it, King. I don't know if we – what the ladies did last and I'm obviously messing around, talking about the competition of it. I thoroughly enjoy <laughs> – I feel like a very in-depth conversation in answering the question, submission in marriage, what does it really mean? A lot of thoughts out there. Definitely appreciate it. At the end, what we just talked about is ultimately where we have to go. So if you will, tell them about your Chess program for those that are in Atlanta who could take advantage. If there's, I don't know how it works but specifically as far as um, being able to bring outside children. I think you can. So if you will share that with our audience for those in Atlanta who may, if they, if you got some boys who need to see it modeling, I promise you, Mustafa Marty is someone they should emulate. Go ahead, King.
7: Oh, brother, thank you for the opportunity. We we meet every Monday. We'll be meeting uh, this Monday from five to seven at the Juvenile Court. Uh, It's called the Smart Moves Young Men's Chess Club. And chess for us is a vehicle which best teaches young men to think before they act. The population that we deal with have some involvement with the court, uh, and we want them to start to exercise those parts of the brain, which causes them to think about consequences for the choices they make. A lot of our kids are unfortunately from single-parent homes, gang-affiliated, So we put them in an environment with good brothers like yourself. Brother Montoya, props to you for coming out and spending time with us. My college professor, Baba William Dorsey, comes through. Brother Tahuti, some of my friends from Facebook, they just show up. Good brothers, good people, and we spend time playing chess, but that also affords us an opportunity to have a conversation with that young man about the decisions he's making, what the journey to manhood should look like, Uh, just talking to him and finding out what his challenges are and hopefully offering some solutions. But, yeah, it's open. Mothers, bring your sons. Grandmothers, bring your grandsons. Uh, Brothers, please show up. Mentors, please come in because we can always use more mentors and have this ongoing dialogue and conversation about the journey to manhood. But that's what we do.
1: And Uh, if you want to – If you you will, if you have any, um, you know, any, like, digital flyers, possibly send that to me. I'll make sure I put them on the page. Uh, Thanks a lot, King. You've been wonderful this morning. All right, we'll see you all next Saturday. Same time. All I ask is that you think. Tuesday night, the Money Motivation Podcast, 10 o'clock, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check us out. We out.